Chapter 13 Short-Term Memory Loss Where are we? Is this the place? Sam asked, craning his neck to see all angles out the window. Unnaturally tall trees blocked his view in every direction. It was midday, but the coverage of the trees made it seem like evening. Sam had never seen a forest with trees this big, not even on TV. Yeah, we're about five minutes out. Be ready, kid. This place gives me the creeps even now. The creeps? What do you mean? Sam sat back in his chair, resting his head as he crossed his legs. We're going to an abandoned old mansion in the middle of the woods. The windows are all broken, the floor creaks, every door screams like it's being murdered. This mansion has so many secret tunnels and rooms that I haven't even seen the whole dang thing. Sam shook his head. What's creepy about that? He said. One time when me and Joey were kids, Pat took us out here to go camping. We explored the woods like any kid would. Found the mansion. When we did, I saw someone in the windows. When we went inside, there wasn't anyone there. Just us. I knew what I saw. But we checked every room in the hall. The place was massive. Bigger than a hospital. We pulled one particular book off the shelf, and the whole wall turned in on us. We were stuck. Sam sat up, curiosity itching at his attention. Neither me nor Joey have any talents to bust down walls. We don't have super strength. We were stuck in some secret room with tunnels and stuff. Sam's brow furrowed, shaking his head in realization. Wait a sec. I actually just realized that I don't know what your talent is. You never use it. Nick cocked his head. Eh. He shrugged his shoulders. Some talents just don't have as many uses. Mine is kind of limited. Not like yours. You use yours literally every day. Someone gives you a disease, you heal. You cut your arm off, you can put it back on. Sam's eyes went wide. Really? Sam looked at his arms, imagining what the process would look like. Nick looked at Sam. You never cut your finger off or something? Mikey used to do it all the time. Chopping onions, I'd hear him in the kitchen, hollering and screaming. Nick chuckled. Made a mess, though. No, I've never cut my finger off, Sam retorted. That's, like, not normal. Oh, I guess Mikey was a bit less careful because he knew he'd be all right. Anywho, me and Joey's talents are a bit less versatile. That's why we don't use them very much. But what is it? Sabotage of the nervous system. What does that mean? Hold up, kid. We're here. They pulled up to the mansion, and the hover car lowered to the ground smoothly. It was as big, if not bigger, than Nick's description. It would have looked as though royalty lived there, even by today's standards, had it been kept up. Just as Nick said, most of the windows had been smashed in, and the door was boarded up. Sam studied the mansion as Nick walked up to the front door, trying the knob with no success. Ken, get up here. Let's get this door down. As Sam started to walk up the steps... He saw a movement from inside one of the second-story windows. Hang on, Nick. I just saw something move up there. Up where? Nick walked down the steps to get a better view, as Sam pointed to a window just right of the center. That one? Nick shivered, groaning. He walked up the stairs again. That's the room I got stuck in as a kid. I hope that's just Bill. He always was a shifty character. Best at what he does, though. Sam walked up to the door and they both kicked it, causing the boards to crack. They kicked it again, 
and it flew wide open with a loud creak. It slammed against the wall. The sound echoed through the entire mansion. What does he do? I assume he's kind of a trainer, right? That's why we're trying to find him? Yeah, he'll teach you what you need to know. He was an interrogator back in the army. You ask me, that's his true passion. Sam nodded and stepped inside, coughing when he breathed in the dust. Right inside the mansion was a giant staircase that led to the second floor. Behind the staircase was a ballroom, nearly the size of a football field. The library and study were on either side of the ballroom, though they didn't spend much time exploring the first floor. They had two more to cover. Everything was covered in several layers of dust, from the railings on the oakwood staircase to the furniture and tops of paintings and artwork. To call this mansion abandoned would be a disservice to how lifeless it was. Finally, they reached the room with the false wall. This room had hardwood floors in contrast to the carpet in the hallways. It seemed to be yet another study. A large desk by the window took up nearly a third of the room. It was an older desk that took on the shape of an L if you looked at it from above. The kind of desk you could fit your entire life's work on and still have some room to spare. Decorations filled the walls in places that bookshelves didn't. Nick walked up to a bookshelf and pulled on a red book toward the top. Ken, stand here. He pointed to a spot on the floor and Sam obliged. The floor began to rotate, taking them both to the other side, along with a good portion of the bookshelf. This is cool, Sam said as they slowly rounded to the hidden room. Now, kid, be careful here, because this guy's kind of loony. He might just... As Nick was speaking, Sam was stabbed in the side by something, and he dropped to the floor. The pain was unlike anything he had ever experienced. It made everything go white. He cradled his side, breathing through clenched teeth. It seemed that even screaming would have made it worse. He hadn't noticed that he had closed his eyes. Kid! Kid! A voice came into focus as the pain began to wear off. Are you all right? It took a second for Sam to answer because, frankly, he didn't know. He felt his side. But there was nothing. No wound. Nothing sticking out of his skin. Nothing. The pain subsided, and he laid there for a second, slowing his breathing. I think so. What was that? He stood to his feet and brushed off his clothes which were now dusty from the floor. That was Bill. Nick gestured to a man laying flat on the floor with his eyes wide open. What's wrong with him? Sam asked. Nick rolled down his sleeves and buttoned them. Sabotage, he said, shaking his hands. Now, Bill, he walked over to the scruffy-looking man laying on the floor. I know you've been on the lam, but I'm not here to hurt you or take you in. It's not like that. He touched the man's shoulder. Are you going to cooperate or what? The man nodded his head and Nick touched his chest. All right. Now I think introductions are in order. The man got up, grunting, massaging his neck as Nick walked back to Sam's side. Good to see you too, Nick, Bill said, sniffing. And he leaned up against the wall. He took a deep breath and stood up straight again. This is Sam. He's your newest trainee. Sam waved his head and nodded. Bill took a step forward, looking Sam up and down. He circled him, humming to himself. This man's brown hair went every direction, 
and he had a bald spot with a nasty scar near the top of his head. The fact that he was cross-eyed and had very little fashion sense made him look like even more of a bona fide loon. Huh. About 5'11? Bill asked. Six foot exactly, to be precise. Sam said, feeling uncomfortable. Bill sniffed him, poked him in the shoulder, and stood straight, looking him in the eye with an unreadable expression. Then he turned away. He's skinny. Hasn't seen a drip of combat. Green. Sam knew from the last time not to correct someone like this, but it was still insulting. He's gonna need a lot of work. What's his talent? He heals. Bill stood straight again. Like Mikey? Better. He's faster than Mikey. Almost twice as fast. Bill donned another dissatisfied expression and grumbled to himself. Yeah, these kids come out of the woodwork right when I leave, he said under his breath, then raised a finger. I'll train him. On one condition, Nick squinted. And what's that? At this, Bill stalked up to Sam, stopping inches from his face. His breath reeked. I get to keep his firstborn. Sam's eyes shut open wide as he backed up. His disgust became evident on his face, and he shook his head, looking at Nick, who wasn't amused. Give me a break, Bill, Nick said, crossing his arms. You don't even like kids. Not to mention you'd be a terrible father. I was kidding, Bill raised his hands defensively. Run a guy over, will you? But I do want something. He looked out the window and back at Nick, and then back at the window, and then back at Nick. After a moment passed, Nick scoffed. You gonna make me ask for everything, or should I just guess? Quit being dramatic. Been watching too many TV shows. Bill huffed a breath, letting his shoulders sink. Fine, fine. Here's what I want. One of BJ's biggest burgers. The largest order of fries you can get. In fact, if you could ask him to just fill the bag up completely, that would be great. Finally, I want a shake. The jumbo size with two cherries instead of one. Chocolate. That's the most important part. If you come back here with vanilla, you will just have to turn right back around. Bill crossed his arms again turning his nose up at Nick, who looked as confused as Sam. You want me to get you a meal of BJ's? Sam and Nick looked at each other. Sam shrugged his shoulders. That's exactly what I want. You see, if I show my face anywhere in public, I might as well dig my own grave. It's been a minute since I've had a BJ's burger. That's what I want right now. You want the training? He held up a hand to his side. You bring the burger. He held up the other hand in the opposite side. That's gonna take a while. BJ's closed in Chicago. The closest one is in Columbus, Nick said. And by the time he gets back, it'll probably be soggy and, and cold, Sam added. Bill tapped his chin, looking out the window. After a moment, he looked back at Sam and his eyes went wide. He looked confused. What were we talking about? He asked. BJ's burgers? Oh, 
Bill said with a smile. Are you going to BJ's? Pick me up something, will you? It's been so long since I've had a burger from BJ's. Nick nodded his head and reached into his pocket. Grabbing a pad of paper, he wrote a note and handed it to Bill. Kid, he said, flipping a lever on the wall. Stay here. I'm going to get his burger. I'll be back in a few hours. Don't die. He winked and rode the wall as it turned around, getting him access to the office next door. Bill pulled the paper to his face, then moved it away, repeating the process like he was playing a trombone. He looked at Sam, then stuffed the paper into his pocket. Let's go, Sam. You and I are in for a rousing training session. Sam followed Bill into one of the secret passages, lit only by small, dim lights. Bill studied the walls carefully, following arrows that were carved into the walls. Above each arrow was a name, indicating which room it led to. Arrows filled each corner of the secret passages. Bedroom left, bathroom left, kitchen left, out right, training room left. At every turn, Bill studied the arrows carefully, muttering under his breath before finally making a decision. After about five minutes of walking around in what seemed to be circles, they reached a large room with no windows. Like the passages, the room was artificially lit with fluorescent lights. One to be exact. One light in the center illuminated a bare room painted black with no decorations whatsoever. The lack of windows made this by far the darkest room in the house. Its only occupant was a robot in the corner, with its head bowed and its shoulders slumped. It had the word robot painted in white on its yellow chest. Bill walked to the center of the room while Sam stood by the door, unsure what to do. Robot? Bill said. The robot's head shot up, and purple eyes began glowing. It straightened its posture and took a step forward. Yes, sir, the robot said with broken flow. It's time to work, Bill said, stepping aside. He gestured to Sam. That's your target. Lowest setting. Street fight. Mercy equals no. Execute. The robot fell into a sloppy fighting stance and began to approach Sam. Sam looked at Bill with confusion on his face. The robot swung with a sloppy punch at Sam, who dodged easily, still looking at Bill. What are you doing? Sam asked. Do you need a written invitation? Fight, boy, fight! But... Go on, boy, you won't hurt it. Okay. The robot kept inching forward in that sloppy fighting stance. It took another swing, and Sam caught the punch, sweeping its leg and pushing it down. Sam waited until the robot rose to his feet to attack again. He heard Bill muttering under his breath. That won't do. No. The robot swung again. This time, Sam dodged to the left and clocked the robot on the face. The robot stumbled back and resumed its stance before approaching Sam again. Sam kicked it in the stomach and followed that up with a spin kick to the face. The robot dropped to the ground and picked itself back up. No, no, no! This won't do, Bill said. What am I doing wrong? Sam turned around to face Bill. He hasn't hit me once. I keep knocking him down. I would win if someone fought me like this. This is easy. When he finished speaking, the robot punched the back of his head. Sam grabbed the back of his head, and the robot kicked his back, and then his legs. The robot punched the back of his head, 
over and over until Sam finally turned around, now trapped in a corner. Sam brought his knees up and covered his head with his arms as the robot kicked him relentlessly. He felt crack after crack as the robot focused on breaking his arms. Eventually, his arms dropped from the stress and pressure, giving the robot access to his face. Would you help me? Sam screamed at Bill, who was picking at a scab on his arm. I... The word was cut off by the robot kicking him directly in the mouth. Three teeth flew back and choked him as he tried to breathe in. Bill pulled the scab off his arm, inspecting it, and then flicked it away as he picked at another. Sam was on his own. Bill was not going to help him. Nick was not here to pull it off, and this robot was not about to stop kicking him. His arms were too broken to lift, and his face was soon to catch up. With a stroke of determination, Sam kicked the robot's supporting leg as he himself was kicked in the face. The robot lost balance and toppled over. Sam's fear was replaced with rage as he tackled the robot and began punching him with his broken fists. His punches were ineffective since his hand wouldn't close into a fist. He was essentially slapping the robot in the face. So he switched tactics, instead slamming his face into the robot. Over and over and over and over until his hand healed. Then he used every bit of strength he had to pummel the robot. He punched it repeatedly, forgetting that anything existed outside this fight. His hand broke again, and he switched to the other one. That's enough, Sam. I think you got him. Sam's breathing had become so heavy, and his eyes were wide. He looked around the room. The corner where he was trapped was stained red with his blood. A small white tooth sat two feet from where he was. One of the three that was knocked out. His hands were purple and red, but only for a moment. When they healed, they were just red. Liquid caught in Sam's throat and he spit out crimson blood along with the two remaining teeth that were choking him earlier. Bill squatted down, looking Sam in the eyes. Look at you. Figured it out, did ya? He leaned over and whispered in Sam's ear. Nobody will help you. Nobody. He stood to his feet and kicked the robot's head lightly. You want to make it? You gotta do it yourself he said loudly. Robot! The robot stood effortlessly. The fact that Sam sat on its stomach was irrelevant. Sam was thrown to the floor and slid to the wall. Back to your corner. The robot walked to the corner in which Sam was trapped. His yellow exterior now covered with smears of Sam's blood. Do you feel like you've accomplished something today? Bill asked, opening the door to the secret passage. I, I guess, I mean... I won, Sam said, stepping through the door. Well, we've got a lot of work to do. That, Bill gestured to the training room, was level one. I even set it to street fight. Seeing how you handled that one, you would have been destroyed if it was set to death battle. Sam's eyes went wide, feeling the weight of his words. They reached the room attached to the office, where Nick was waiting with a huge to-go bag of food. For goodness sake, Nick said, seeing Sam covered in blood. In the reflection of the window, Sam saw that even his blonde hair had blood in it. We're gonna have to hose you down. You are not getting in the car like that. He turned to address Bill. Looks like it went well. Bill laughed. Lost his cool on level one. I expected as much, Nick said. Sam huffed. 
Thanks for the vote of confidence, Sam smirked. Bill spotted the to-go bag. Oh, he said with a smile. Did you go to BJ's? You didn't happen to bring me anything. Nick tossed the bag to Bill, who opened it and began to walk in the passages. As he walked, he excitedly rattled off exactly the list of items he requested, as if everything was a surprise. When he left, a weight fell from Sam's shoulders. A weight he hadn't even noticed was there until it was gone. He shook his head at Nick. You said he was loony! You didn't say he was psycho! That robot almost killed me! Nick raised an eyebrow and gave a look. Sam huffed again. Okay, maybe not. But it hurt a lot. And he... Sam gestured toward the passages. Was about to just let it happen! I don't need this! I quit! I'll find someone else to train me! Sam cranked the lever and the bookshelf began to turn. Don't you leave this room! Nick snapped. You're gonna stay here, and you're gonna learn how to fight. Sam turned around, slamming his fist on the windowsill. I know how to fight! He pointed his finger at Nick. You know I know how to fight! I was just blindsided at Joey's place! Nick finally stepped forward. Exactly! Nick threw his fedora on the floor. That's why we're here! You know how to fight, sure! But do you know how to win? Obviously not! Nick gestured to Sam's clothes, which were almost completely stained in blood. Because he had that robot on level one! Level one doesn't even mimic talents! Level ten doesn't even mimic talents! If you're a bloody mess after level one, you will die, actually die, in a real fight! He shook his hands for emphasis. My partner, Mikey, didn't know his limits, and he was killed for real, right in front of my face. And he could take the bot at level 20. You want to find training somewhere else? Be my guest. But as long as you're running with me, you will know how to win a fight. End of story. Sam's cheeks flushed bright red. He didn't know how to respond. For one, there was a lot to unpack in that statement. Secondly, this was the first time Nick had ever raised his voice. At anyone. It just snapped. And now Sam had no idea what to say. I... I didn't know that about your partner. I'm sorry. Nick took a deep breath and picked up his fedora. It's fine, kid. I get a bit worked up when I think about it. You gotta understand... Your talent gives you the ability to be nearly unstoppable given the right skill set. I know folks that would kill to be in your position right now. You have far too much potential to just waste away in some desk job. You walk out of this room right now, and that is where you're headed. No finding your friend Jack. No solving mysteries. That's it. I can't pretend that you've got an easy road ahead of you. But you are starting at the bottom. You can only go up from here. Tears welled in Sam's eyes. No one had ever believed in him like this before. Not even himself. He took a long, shaky breath and stuck out his hand. I'll do it. I'll get better than Mikey. I'll take that robot at level 30 when I'm done. Nick smiled and grabbed Sam's hand. Attaboy. The handshake quickly became a hug, and they walked through the passages for another round 
with the training bot.